Welcome to Backdoor Cover. Ross Bolin is out of the country, so you're stuck with me, Dammer Jester. And I am joined with my co-host, Dylan Shivery. Oh, you did the Bill intro. I appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to Bill, who's in Cabo for a wedding, I guess. Uh, he's out there having fun. He's on Cabeza Watch. He's on Cabeza Watch, officially. So we're here holding it down, and uh, we have a good show for the people today. Which was a bit for touching base for a while that I thought was about a penis, not a head. Really? I don't, I don't know Spanish. So oh, yeah. you're, you're always like, Cabeza Watch? I was like, why, why are you yeah, talking Cab- about like, Will's dick being cut off? Cabeza actually is the Spanish word for head, which actually, it kind of makes sense if you think about it in a weird, perverted way. But it originated, I guess I went to uh, Mexico like two years ago, and uh, I was just talking about like come back without my Cabeza, because you know, cartels. Second most dangerous you country can, you can in get the world. Got. Is, yeah. it, is that true? I think go Syria, Mexico, then I think Belize. And the border town is really where you need to worry about keeping your cabeza. I think the resort towns, like he's in Cabo, he's fine. But it's still fun to joke about him getting, you know, decapitated. Yeah, like who do you think runs the resorts? The cartel, man. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. And we're also joined with our producer, Micah Wiener. Yeah. It's Weiner. Sup, Dan. Uh, Dylan, great to <laughs> hey, see you guys. Micah. Newly verified at Mike That's Weiner right. on Twitter. That's huge. W I E N E R I before E. Thus, why my name is pronounced Weiner. It took you two minutes to plug yourself. We haven't even plugged ourselves. A minute thirty, actually. A minute thirty. Well, congrats on that. We haven't even plugged our quickly. company or the sale that's currently going on at manoutfitters.com. Yeah. Speaking of that, now's the time. Like, if you've been like kind of thinking about up, up in your wardrobe game a little bit, and maybe you have a couple things in the cart that you didn't pull the trigger on yet, now is the time. We have a spring sale. You get 20% off almost everything on the site. Uh, 40 different brands. 40 different brands. Use promo We're talking code. Ruka. We're talking uh, Sperry, Miz in the Main, pretty much everything. Look, it's, it's trunk season. It's swim trunk season, too. You got to get your swim trunks. Spring 20 is the promo code. That'll get you 20% off almost everything on the site. Now is the time to buy. There's not a better one. These sales don't come around too often, so it is time to jump on it. And I'll say it again. I know that half the country is still under snow for some reason, which is insane. But the warm warm weather will be here before you know it. Get those trunks now. In a week or two, it'll be fine. You'll be out there swimming. You'll be be poolside before you know it. I love the uh, Gorilla Banana Shorts from Ambition. They're called the Traveler Shorts. They fold up and fit into a pocket, so they're like the size of a deck of cards. Easy for travel. You got a short inseam for your boy. The guys who are on the squad, uh, the the quad squad, the thigh patrol. So no, that we're not. That's not going to be a thing today. Okay, uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, what is it? Fall, spring twenty. Spring twenty. Just go to the website. I think you, it automatically gives you the discount. It's easy. I don't think it does. You got to oh. enter in the promo code. But look, I've never, see it. I've never lied to you people before, so I'm not going to start doing it now. There's not a better place around that I have seen to get swim trunks. The offering on Man Outfitters is second to none. I am not kidding you. Just click on the bottoms section of the uh, the website. And it'll take you to all the trunks. Uh, shorts will be mixed in there too. Check them out. I promise you, you're going to find at least one pair that you like and you'll jump on it. I promise you. All right. Yeah. Speaking of clothes though, you are currently golfed out right now. Wearing a yeah. master's hat and a Tory Pines polo. This is unintentional. I, I have like a million golf polos, and this is just one that I decided to go with today. It is a Tory Pines golf polo, a Nike dry fit that I got, of course, when I played when I played there back in 2015. 15, yeah, you shot a low round too, right? You shot in the 80s? You know what? 
I was flirt- brag. I was flirting with the backside thirty nine, and all, all I had to do was par it, and I just like bladed a chip on eighteen, and uh, ended up bogey in the hole. It really disappointed me, so I shot a forty on the back, which is not bad. But ended up shooting the front nine was kind of a disaster. So I shot like an eighty-eight. I was happy with it. I'd never played the course before. It's uh, you know, obviously it's a challenging course. If you ever have a chance and the means, I suggest uh, Torrey Pines. Beautiful. It's it a really beautiful is. course. Cliffside there on the uh, Pacific Coast. It's beautiful. But let's get into it. It's playoff season. It is NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Whole lot of whole lot to dig into. You know what I've been doing. What have I've, you been doing? I've actually been watching a little bit of basketball. That's insane. I know. I don't. I don't do that. But um, I've, I've had some time, and uh, I do actually enjoy NBA playoffs. The NBA regular season does absolutely nothing for me. Kind of makes sense for a casual though, because fan. they start playing defense and then they care a little bit, and uh, it's just fun. It's a good time. I'm surprised too because the Spurs really have no shot. That's another thing too. I, I, I've watched. I watched Game One of the Spurs. Most of it. I, I know they're not going to advance, and I'm okay with that. I just I enjoy, I'm enjoying the whole thing. They're not good. even covering, and it's it's really killing my pocketbook. Yeah, well, Kawhi's out. And they're just old, and they're you know the guys who who got them, you know, that made them a dynasty. Are just I'm sorry, Micah, you're listening to this, but you know they're old, and they're not the same players they used to be. Did y'all see that uh, Pop pretty much subtweeted Kawhi? What did he say? He was talking about how good of a player and great of a teammate that uh lamarcus aldridge was pretty much just like shots fired at i think so yeah it kind of it, it seemed very like sassy and backhanded almost well pop can do no wrong in my eyes i'm sure whatever he was doing he's been getting a little bit like people are starting to turn on pop i don't think so like i still love pop his stick is maybe worn out on some people but he still feels like a, a grandfather figure to me yeah you know, there was a big piece. I think it was the uh, Washington Post about how conservative Spurs fans are turned off by Popovich and, like, haven't been watching the playoffs. And they found, like, four people that were upset about this. And it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Greg Popovich could have been, like, a socialist leader. And if the Spurs are going deep in the playoffs, these people are all over the bandwagon. Yeah, he's, a, he's like, connected to Hugo Chavez or something. But as long as he's pop. Yeah, as long as he's yeah. pop and, and Tim Duncan's running around and the team's going to the Western Conference Finals, everybody's all in. I guess people now are just calling him just kind of a jerk. And they, they see the interviews, and I, I kind of get that. But anyone who knows an ounce about basketball and anyone in media, they understand that what he's doing, like, he's having fun with it. Like, yes, he gives, like, these short uh, little quips that are just rude and abrasive sometimes, but... He, he like smirks as he exits the interviews. Like it's fun for everyone, and they all know that. No one takes it too seriously, and neither yeah. should you. I've heard some people talking about how his stick is tired, and you know this is this. He's been doing this for so long. The reality is, though, if you imagine if Bill Belichick had to do an interview in between quarters, yeah, like you're not getting shit out of that guy. He's yeah. busy. It's this is. I mean. I don't think it's a shtick. It's just he doesn't really have anything to say to these bozos. He's and trying these, to coach his team. Yeah, these interviews are an obligation too. Like it's in his contract. Like you have to talk to media between you know each quarter. Like he has to do it. So he goes there, he puts in his time, and he gets out of there. I respect it. Yeah, but we stink. We we <laughs> the Warriors. Well, no, the it's Warriors just the Warriors. Are really Warriors. Good too. Well, the di- the dynasty. And yes, I'm calling the Spurs a dynasty. They were. Does Kawhi step foot up on the court like ever again? Well, that seems spur? to be the the most popular topic in the NBA world right now. I listened to like four podcasts People yesterday, are like just coming talking up with about where he's trades, going. Yeah, I don't think you trade him like for anything. They've got, got one year left on the contract. One year left on the deal. 
You can offer him way more money than anybody else. Like, just don't trade him. Well, that's kind of the idea from this camp was that he wanted to get traded so he can get that max deal from the next team. So you just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't trade him. He's a basketball player. He's going to eventually play basketball. So, like, whenever he gets healthy, and I, we all want him to be healthy, like, he's going to play. He's not going to sit out the season because he doesn't like the Spurs. That's not the, the scenario. Just don't trade him. If no. he resigns somewhere else, he does. But then you... Like, it's, that's just it's just it, the weirdest scenario we've Maybe been in sports right now the spurs have been an incredible franchise for like 25 years ever since they drafted david robinson and at some point you might need to trust the processes as dan has quickly learned and so we'll see lamarcus is is still in our contract for like two more years after this one and you got Kawhi. and if Kawhi disappears after another year then i mean who knows but if he's on the team they're going to win like 60 games and they're going to go to the western conference finals and it's going to be like, why would you leave that to go to the fucking Clippers? You won it. So we'll see. Speaking of trust in the process, it's a good transition. Going from people who won't say a word to somebody that finally broke his silence, Joel Embiid. Went Wait, on Instagram. Why is he being silent? Went on Instagram and uh, pretty much said that, or he did. He straight up put a story out there saying, I'm tired of being babied. I believe he said, I'm fucking tired of being babied. And he dropped an F-bomb, yeah. And so injury prone, Joel Embiid. He feels he's being too baby by the front he just, office. Really, he just wants to be out in the court. Sure. And I don't blame him, and I don't blame the Sixers either for like taking their sweet time. We don't necessarily need him for this series. I, I caught it. I said Dwayne Wade was going to have a throwback game. He no. did, game two. Uh, but I, I don't see us having any trouble with the Heat the rest of the, Question. the series. When the season started, he was on some type of minutes restriction, wasn't he? Yeah, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't play back-to-backs. But that, that He wouldn't play back-to-back games? So, uh, no, no, if... There was two games in two days. He just went to play the second game. But they, they eventually, eventually got rid of that. Uh, that's what yeah. I thought. Okay. And now he's being kept out. He has, because of his, his face deal? What, yeah. What's going on? Which I don't, I don't totally get. I, I still want to see like him with the mask on because it's going to be pretty cool. Well, yeah. He's the, uh, what was the nickname he, he came out with, uh, Micah? Phantom, Phantom of the Process, <laughs> which is pretty, pretty clever. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I totally get it from both sides, uh, but I, I don't think we necessarily need him for the series and he just needs to be a little bit more patient. It, it's just, it was such a freak injury. What like, is, what is the injury? Orbital fracture. Okay. I think okay. uh, like Markel Fultz head just like went right into his face. I gotcha. Yeah. No decision made on his status for game three. It says here he's practicing with the team though. So it, a little bit more of a, uh, step Okay. In the progression. That series is at one and one. One and one. Uh, Miami tomorrow, I believe. I think uh, so. It's one game between uh, home games, and then when they switch series and they switch to the, uh, the when they go like the Sixers travel. I think it's two days yeah. to travel. Uh, then we also have the Cavs who are playing tonight. Yeah, let's just work through all these all these series if, if, that, if that works. So you think they even the game up tonight? I'm sure they do. Cavs probably, yeah. I mean, uh, LeBron. I don't. This is his first game one loss in like twelve years or some shit. Like yeah, that. I, nobody expected that. Olin Depot is playing out his his mind with the Pacers right now. Uh, are you buying in the Cavs uh, hitting the panic button or? No, you think not LeBron's yet. got this. Not after game one. Yeah. No. Not, Didn't not LeBron come out and say like they were like, "Are you nervous?" And he's like. I was down 3-1 in the finals. You think I'm scared about being down 0-1 in the first round? Which is fair. Which is cocky. It's but cocky. But it is fair. It's all right. It's true. I, I'm i not worried, 
but I'd be I'd be a little if I was a Cleveland fan I'd be worried because you don't know who these dudes are like Jordan Clarkson played at Mizzou for one season we missed the tournament we were fucking trash he's never been anywhere near a playoff game with the Lakers for the last four years like the most like the highest spotlight he's ever had was dating Kylie Jenner for a minute uh, Larry Nance is like an okay player uh, it's just like a role player so you got the Tristan Thompson situation. Tristan Thompson's a fucking nightmare. The fucking Car- the Kardashians are there all over this team, just stomping <laughs> on their nuts. Who knows where like Kevin head or Kevin Love's head is at? Uh, yeah, Kevin at Love who came out a month ago and said that he suffers from severe depression. Like, <laughs> like this team is just a wow. fucking nightmare. They still have the best player, or one of the best players in the world. I mean, LeBron He's is still, still the incredible. Best player. Yeah, he He's is. incredible, but they're going to need him to be incredible every night didn't he have a triple double in game one and went for 44 and they didn't still matter lost? and they and they got beat badly i mean it wasn't cl- it was never close yeah, yeah. so they're gonna need him to be perfect and i'm excited can to he see... be perfect four times against the pacers sure probably yeah. i'm excited to see how much lance stevenson gets under his skin though lance's the the lance of lebron rivalry is unbelievable there was a video i think i tweeted out sometime but of like it's the greatest rivalry of our generation and there's just like so many clips of Lance just like throwing elbows to LeBron and whispering at him and just doing things that annoy LeBron so badly. Lance is Lance he just is steps a his game psycho. up when he's when he's like toe to toe with LeBron. Yeah, Lance he gets lives that irrational to go, confidence. It's unbelievable to just watch the filthy, dirty things he does on defense against LeBron too. It's great. So we got Rockets tonight. They're up one nothing. They probably won't have the trouble. I think Timberwolves probably gave them their best shot game one. Let me say something real quick about. Jeez, I almost lost the mic there. Let me say something about James Harden. Um, and Bill, so Bill is not here. We talked about him being in Mexico. He's obviously the huge Houston guy. Loves the Rockets. I was talking to Bill the other night, and this is what I told him. So I started watching basketball, like paying attention to NBA basketball in the mid, you know, in the '90s. So like the Jordan era. Um, watched him growing up. James Harden, in my opinion. Let me let me rephrase that. The 2018 version of James Harden, in my opinion, is the most effortless offensive player I've seen. I'm not saying he's the best player that that I've. He seen just play. makes it look so easy. He can score effortlessly. It is it's insane. Does he travel every play? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, but is it every play that he travels? Yeah, I he, think it is. I think he dribbles defenders, referees, and the crowd to sleep, and then he just fires like an off angle shot that he just drills every but time. It, it's. It really is insane watching him. I feel like he passes because he feels like he's being too selfish at times. Because if he yep. wants to, if he's isolated, he can he can score on literally anybody. He's got that old man game. There was a play last game I was watching when he was he was kind of pushed toward the baseline a little bit, and it looked awkward, and it looked like he was getting it pinned down there or whatever. And he just he just threw it up off the glass with one hand from like 15, 16 feet out, and I was like. That's not a normal thing. That, that I'm not describing it very well. I understand that, but the play—he's just so effortless in the way he scores. And he, it's not—he's not just a jump shooter either. He can—he can drive the lane. Uh, he can mix mix it up in traffic. It's for my money, he's the most effortless offensive player I've seen. Yeah, what well, Mike? He dropped like a casual 44 game yeah. one. And uh, if you're the T Wolves, though, it's it's never a good sign. I think Derrick Rose had the most shots game one. That's probably not what you want. No, no. You don't 2018 Derrick no. Rose. No. 2018 Derrick Rose is the opposite of 2018 James Harden. Anyway, I, I, I had to say that, and, and 
Look, Bill's not even here, so I'm not doing anything to appease him whatsoever. Uh, that's just how I feel. For sure. Uh, then we got uh, OKC, Utah. Uh, are you are you a fan of this uh, playoff P nickname that people are starting to like throw on the Paul George? This, Where did that come from? This is apparently. I'm this sorry. Is the to first you year going. I've heard like playoff blank on. This is apparently a self-proclaimed nickname. This is not something people are tossing around. He gave himself this nickname. Really, playoff P. I thought they interviewed Westbrook and uh, Carmelo, and they they referred to him as playoff P, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, because he just made this up. <laughs> like Paul George made up his own nickname. I don't hate that move, honestly. But he already has like a <laughs> I mean, good nickname, PG thirteen. That's, that's uh, but now he's playoff P. Now he's playoff. P. I, you know, to give a shout out to uh, Tony Kornheiser on PTI, who said that you know Paul George has he already has a nickname PG thirteen, but he only makes a big shot in a fucking Gatorade commercial. So he wanted to come up with a new one for the. Uh, is as you remember last playoff season? Oh, they, there that was, was a, the best. They got I think they got swept right, and then they just played I, that Paul George commercial. I for forget the rest if they of the got playoffs. swept, but he. He missed like the he, there was a Gatorade commercial where he makes the game winning shot, and then he missed the exact same shot in the playoffs, <laughs> and then they got beat. And he he is like the the best player never to make a shot in the last five seconds. Yeah, of the game. yeah. I, I was gonna say like I don't. He know has if that's a long accurate, track record of never making. He's one. never hit a game winner. Is right? this a tongue in cheek nickname he gave himself? I, I don't real? know. Playoff P. It worked in game one. <laughs> okay. They went to Utah and got game one. You do, you play. And now Paul George and uh, Mitchell are both questionable for Utah tonight. So they could be up 0-2 coming back to OKC. You said Paul George is questionable? No. I'm sorry, George Hill, I George, think. George Hill is on Utah. The Cavs. Okay, I'm, I'm at Paul George. Let me double check this. <laughs> sorry. We're uh, all over the place here, folks. Yeah, we're a mess. Uh, then we got the Pelicans just took a 2-0 lead, just took two in Portland. Rip City. Nobody's stopping Anthony Davis. That guy's a monster. Yeah, like yeah. No one, who, they don't I've have watched, anyone that's guarding them. I've actually watched both games in this series, and that guy is just an absolute physical. He just physically dominates a game. And then Drew Holiday somehow become like a top, top-tier top point guard. That guy's good. Or shooting guard. Him and Rondo, playoff Rondo. I think Rondo had 17 assists the first game. Just vintage Rondo. The uh, a quick update. Paul George has a um, a bruised hip and is questionable. And uh, he hit the leading score for his team. Then the leading score for Utah Mitchell has a sprained left bruise, a uh, bruised foot. He has a sprained left bruise. A left foot bruise. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> he, it's it's early. It's Wednesday. Anyway, yeah, I haven't finished my coffee. Back to the Pelicans. The Pelicans are fun as hell to watch. Yeah. They just fucking run. Alvin Gentry was, of course, an assistant on the seven seconds or less Suns, and they're just fucking going. Like, even after main baskets, they're just throwing the ball the length of the floor. Rondo is doing his thing, and, and Halliday, had, Halliday had the nastiest dunk I've seen this, this postseason. Dude, he was just hanging on the rim the whole first quarter, Ooh, man. He, yeah, he, I mean, he had three or four in the first quarter, and that dunk that he had in traffic with his left hand, he's right, uh, righty, was just ridiculous. They just fucking go. And then Anthony Davis is a problem. Yeah. Especially, yeah, he is a problem. I mean, problem. the players have nobody. No answer. Uh, then we got... They're uh, in big trouble. We got Celtics took a 2-0 lead. Brad Stevens held home court. Best coach in the league, like I said earlier. Okay, Dan. <laughs> Jalen Brown uh, and Terry Rozier came into uh, the spotlight. He was balling last yeah. night. Uh, so him and... Uh, who did he get into a beef with? Was it uh, Eric Bledsoe? Bledsoe was like saying, "Who who's that guy?" Like they, they mentioned Terry Rozier, and he's like, "Who?" And like Terry Rozier went off on him. Yeah, Twitter has gone 
is not so after the game they ask uh Bledsoe, what did you think of Terry Rozier's night last night? And he's like, Who's that? And the guy goes, Terry Rozier, and he goes, I don't know that name. The Even dude though it was just defend. a rookie that just <laughs> fucking dominated him. Yeah. It was not a good take when you say that after you lose a game. But yeah. I think he then responded, uh Rozier said like he called him Drew Bledsoe in the press conference. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so Love yeah, that move. Celtics held home court, Bucks suck. Uh so does so do the Wizards. Wizards are absolute mess. Wizards are trash. Although I will say up. this, the Wizards will win game three and four at home. I don't know why. I no just chance. I feel this. They do this every year. They come out and lay two eggs, and then they come back and win two games. And and John Wall's like standing up on the scores table, going crazy, and then they they get beat. Well, they hate each other. Bradley Beal and uh, John Wall hate each other. The entire team. Hates I think each the whole other. team hates yeah. John Wall. Is that what it is? Yeah, because he was out for like 40 games or 20 games, and they went on like a nine-game winning streak, <laughs> and they came back and they just started losing instantly. Just fucking up team And then they, they were doing a lot of the, the subtweeting at press conferences, talking about how, oh, the ball is really moving, this team's really playing well together. Like The only thing missing is their highest-paid guy. All I know about the Wizards is every time I bet on them, I bet them on like 10 times this year, and I've lost every single time. It's, it's not a reliable team. Do not gamble on the Washington Wizards. Now, we are at a, at a place, though, where a few of these teams could really blow it up. Like if if Washington gets swept or they win one game, like you got you got to tear that thing down and start over. Oh yeah. The same thing with um, Milwaukee? Well, Milwaukee just I mean, needs you keep to get Giannis, a good coach. Yeah. I I don't know, but I mean, if the Cavs somehow lose, that's that's a nightmare. Uh the biggest one to me is is uh Portland. You lose the first two games at home. Well, Dame's gone. If they, I mean, if they, if, swept, if they somehow get swept or lose in five, like you got to, you got to start fresh. Even though they were the three seed, yeah, so, Damian Lillard knows? will probably make like a like a rap album. And I'll do like a hit track on the entire team. That would be bad. Yeah, it was bad. His, his first album wasn't very good. Uh, I read about. I didn't know he had bars. Well, he tries. He doesn't have. He bars. doesn't have bars. No. Uh, the last one on here, we talked about it a little bit already. We got Golden State, San Antonio. Yeah, it's it's what it is. You guys can get one, two. Not more than one. It's going to be a sweep, I think. Okay. Not more than one. I mean, Lamarcus is playing incredibly, but even without stuff, it's just too much firepower on that team. Yeah, the Warriors are just—they're crazy. You want like you can you never get comfortable against the Warriors, even without stuff. But imagine once they get stuff back, because you can be up twenty, and then you're. They are going to go on a run. You can blink and they'll score 14 points. Yeah, yeah. it's they're, they're a scary team. Yeah. All right. Any other notes on the uh, the playoffs, Dan, before we move on? No, Dylan, but Kat, Kat, what's on your wrist right now? Well, I wish it was a Vincero watch, but it's not, unfortunately. That's our, our one of our newest sponsors, Vincero Watches. Luxury watches, handcrafted, fair price. Uh, they're going to hook you up right now with the code DOOR15 at VinceroWatches.com. You get 15% off a Vincero watch. Yeah, I should say, uh, last week, the Vincero people were very kind. They reached out to us. They said, yeah. you guys did a nice job. We uh, we loved working with you. People were very excited. The only problem is we sent people to Vincero.com <laughs> instead of VinceroWatches.com. Hands up. That's on us. <laughs> Which is, uh, I'll, take, I'll take the, the responsibility for this. So, uh, as we spoke of last week, they were tired of cookie-cutter designs and mass-produced minimalism watches that that are everywhere all over the market so these really stand out they have a distinct look a quality feel this watch will get you noticed and probably complimented probably maybe even laid probably uh, likely we'll go, we'll go that far um 
They're they're bold luxury watches that you can get at a you know a reasonable fair price. So you're not going to pay high dollar like right. you will and for they, these other you brands. You buy them direct from them. You yep. don't have to go to a go to a fucking Macy's or some trash department store. Who wants to fucking do that? And you know, go straight to the consumer. They save you money. Um, but they're different than all the other the other watches like this. They're not the the cookie cutter minimalist stuff. So check it out, VinceroWatches.com, and use that code door like backdoor cover. Of course, door fifteen. For fifteen percent off, free shipping worldwide. A lot of people don't That's know. Huge. That, a lot of people don't know that Vincero translates to "I will win." Did you know that, Mike? I did not know that. Yeah, that's what that means. Wow, wow, that's powerful. This is a watch for winners, folks. VinceroWatches.com. Door fifteen. Door fifteen for fifteen percent off. All right, let's toss the break. We'll come back and talk a little golf, a little NHL. Answer your phone calls. Yeah, and we got yeah. some hotline calls. We're going to get into. Hey, what's touching base? Well, it's a podcast, Dave. Podcast, okay. It's a podcast we do. We're not real sure what it's about, but we have fun doing it. We talk about anything. Nothing is off limits. The three of us, three kings getting that gold, just talking about our lives, pulling back the curtain, being transparent, having a good time with some fun and easy banter. If you're a fan of that kind of thing, I think you should mash that subscribe button. And frankly, if you're not, then maybe that's on you. And fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Micah, I believe you have some breaking news. Yeah, I do. Some sad news. Some sad news. Uh, Bruno San Martino, pro wrestling giant, legend. Hall of Famer? Hall of Famer. Dead at 82. Wait, what's his like stage name? Bruno San Martino. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was his actual Damn. name. He made it to 82? He made it to 82. That's a good he, and he life was, he was for a wrestler. Ripped. I've never heard that name before in my life. Uh, Bruno. Which, I mean, shouts to his family, RIP and all that stuff. Is that sad. like the longest the wrestlers lived? Outside of maybe Ric Flair, <laughs> uh, a, yeah, Ric Flair, who was on the Today Show or the Tonight Show last night in a robe, dancing to Ric Flair drip. It's just <laughs> he's gone from the Inside TFM podcast to the Tonight Show. What a run! <laughs> we really launched. His yeah, career. we, we launched That's what it. it was. But no, Bruno, uh, Bruno San Martino, the biggest star of the '60s and '70s in New York pro wrestling. He sold out Madison Square Garden 187 times in a row. So this was a huge star. If you, uh, you know, anyone who watched the uh, the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO that came out last week, which was a big Didn't thing. Didn't mean to watch that. Uh, it's entertaining, but the, the a lot of that documentary, like, shows the growth of the WWF with Hulk Hogan, and it makes you think, like, Hulk Hogan invented wrestling. Like, Andre the Giant, or not Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino sold out the Garden 187 times in a row. That's that's uh, That's some drawing power. When you say he sold it out. But he was the main event, 187 okay. times. Okay, I think it's the record for like any is, musician. How long or has it been around? WWF or WWE? Whatever uh, I mean, I think it kind of, under different names back to the 40s and 50s. I think. Really? Yeah, it was before Vince's. Where do you Vince's think wrestling started? It. Like Mexico? Uh, it's hard to say. It's it hard to say. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a wrestling historian, but Bruno San Martino, well, dead at 82. Rest in peace. Shouts to the what's the last name? The San Martinos. The San Martino the San fam. Martino. Yeah. Shouts to the fam. Yeah. Long life, though, for wrestlers, like I said. That's, yeah. It just goes to show you, you can do steroids and treat your body like shit for decades and still be <laughs> an old man. I'm not sure if Bruno was on the roids, but he you was... You said he was ripped. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was probably on the roids. He was on roids. He was on something. Speed, greenies, whatever. Uh, maybe he just healthy healthy living. That's true. You know, I'm so jaded. I go to the gym, and if I see someone who's like really big, I'm like, that guy's on steroids. <laughs> Gotta yeah. be. Has to be. Yeah. That, guy's, that guy's biceps are bigger than mine. He must yeah, be on the that, sauce. That guy's in much better shape than I am. He's got to be cheating like, Yeah, somehow. if someone's bigger than you, always try to bring them down. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's how it works. 
Uh, so we got some golf this weekend. The Valero Texas Open in, in San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, I don't have much to say on this one. No. Uh, have you ever played that course? Was it TPC? I have not. Just San Antonio. Is it a TPC course? I have not played that I one. Have so. you? But uh, I guess Sergio is the betting favorite, and I guess the, the draw. I'm not really sure who else is. I believe this is the course that last year Kevin Na played, and he got a 16 on one hole. Okay. He got a 12 over on one hole. Was this, this that tournament last this year? This is the TPC San Antonio. Yeah. It's he, often regarded as which like is known a as, very boring course. It has a new name as the AT&T Oaks course, but it is a TPC. Yeah, so Kevin Na, he, he pulled one into the woods, and he, he found it, but it was unplayable. So he had to go back to the tee box and hit another, he had to hit another one. And he hit that one into the woods. And he decided to knock it out into the fairway, but it took him about seven strokes to actually <laughs> accomplish that. Yeah, Kevin Na made a 16 on the par 4 ninth <laughs> in 2011, the opening round. Oh, 2011? Yeah. Why did I think that was last year? Uh, I'm an it, idiot. He's got a lot of history there. A six, Wait, and now I'm looking at YouTube videos and it says a 16, but that, that, a 16 on the par 4 ninth. Yeah, I think it was pretty Yeah, recent. this was the PGA Tour record for worst score on a par 4. So this was two years ago? Uh, 2011. Have you all ever scored oh, a 16 so. on a hole before or higher? Um, I probably have deserved a 16, but I probably took like an eight on it. <laughs> yeah. Have, run me down for a double. <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm in the woods like that, I'm just going to take a drop out in the rough somewhere and, and play my ball from there. You play with your boy who's in the fairway. Yeah. That's, that's how, you know, that's how us amateurs play a hole like that. For sure. Uh, we've got the NHL playoffs. I've been in uh full gear. Uh, you're Dude, Las Vegas. Knights. My Knights are doing it. Sweeping the kinks. Remind me what the um, Stanley Cup odds were at the beginning of the season. We're like five thousand to one or something stupid. It, it, it was, was like Leicester City like type. Dude, we're doing it. <laughs> I should have taken a flyer on that. Just the Island of Misfit Toys from down every other bucks. team. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, sweep, sweep the Kings, man. We're doing it. You really are. Uh, Mia Khalifa. Even, it, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Even though the Knights were the number one seed, they were still an underdog in that series. Because yeah. the Kings have won championships. And they fucking swept they their swept ass. Them. The Kings have won championships as an eight seed. Yeah. And as as the uh, Vegas Knights uh, Twitter feed says, what happens in Vegas also happens in L.A. Two more there. <laughs> okay. Suck it. What are the current odds on them to win the Stanley Cup? That's going to be a Micah job right there. I need to know. Uh, the Capitals finally got one last night, though. Mia Khalifa's Capitals. Uh, and double OT. I think every game in this series has gone to overtime. They're down, like, 1-2 now? They're one, down 2-1, yeah. Okay. The Knights are currently the the betting favorite at 7-2. to two. Vegas finally Dude. believes. Because people are finally in on the Knights. But I'll, I'm, let me see if I can find what they were preseason. This is insane, man. Yeah, no, this is like... It, I don't think it, it's ever... Something... I guess maybe, like I said, Leicester City is the only comparable thing that makes sense. But a team starting its first season with just a bunch of like ragtag guys. Yeah, it's like the mis- misfits all came together and put together this dominant team. <laughs> Here's an article on ESPN.com. Uh, as of August 14th, 2017, according to the Westgate Vegas Sportsbook, your Vegas Knights were the last place team. And they opened at 200 to 1 and they closed preseason at 200 to 1. Like people didn't believe in them in the preseason. 200 to 1? Yeah. Okay, so not as bad as I thought, like 5,000. Oh, I thought it was in the thousands. <laughs> maybe I was. No. Maybe, yeah. maybe people just like sportsbook just learned their lesson with Leicester City, like never making. Like it's not necessary to make something that. But high. they were literally the last, the worst odds of any team 
It, and every, the next worst odds were 100 to 1. So they were twice as bad as anyone else. That kind of makes sense, though. Dude, what if the, what if the cup goes to Las Vegas? That would be so tight. Uh, so other series you will rattle off real quick. Uh, Flyers are down 2-1. Don't really have faith in us beating the Penguins, unfortunately. Uh, Lightning are up 2-1 on the Devils. Uh, Ross's Predators are up 2-1 on the Avalanche. Uh, Intern Klein's Avalanche. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He went to he went to a game. Did he? Last night, two nights ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be in Denver this weekend, actually. So Dude, you know, that's the only game I've been to. Uh, only hockey game I've ever been to is an avalanche game in Denver. Really? How it was, was a good that? Time. It was a it was a great time. They played Red Wings? Live or? hockey, uh no. I forgot who they played. Some broke boy team. Live hockey's a blast. It's it's arguably the best sport to watch live. Hockey's great. Golf Hot golf is underrated live, I think. Yeah, because you just get it, fucked up. Well, you get you can get really close to action, yeah. And you you kind of set your own pace. You walk around, do your own thing. You can make it a you know a two hour day. Stay out there for seven hours. It's kind of up to you. You just walk around and it, it's awesome. But yeah, the access to players is tight. And then we got the Sharks going for the sweep tonight against the Ducks. So uh, that's that's our NHL report. That's our NHL minute. <laughs> that's our NHL minute <laughs> from guys who don't watch much hockey. And then tomorrow we got uh, Bruins are up two one. They play the Maple Leafs, and then we got Game Four of the Capitals Blue Jackets. So exciting stuff. Uh, Micah, though, we have a uh, another sponsor. We so. do. So we talked about On It a lot. They've been sponsored with us for a while. We usually plug their products, and you know, they're all about human optimization. Uh, CEO of On It, Aubrey Marcus has a book out. It's called Own the Day. Aubrey might be the most optimized guy on the face of the on the face of the earth. He's actually very uh he's a much larger human being than he photographs as. He's in very good shape. He is. But like I, I remember seeing him in person at on it and him just being a massive human being. And I I see him in photos on Instagram all the time. I'm just like he's not that big and then he, he's physically optimized. That's there's no question. But mentally he's a physically imposing dude. Mentally he is in control of his own destiny. Yeah. So this book, Own the Day, again, is what it's called. And you can pick that up at ownthedaybook.com. Let me just run through some things that this book gets into. How to have the perfect morning without caffeine. Why the six best miracle drugs on the planet are free. Did you even know that, Dan? No idea. The ideal way to design any workout. Hmm. That, 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 that piques my interest, yeah. yeah. The key to making any miserable job work for you. How you are blowing it with your diet strategy. We can all relate to that. Oh, yeah. The secret to getting yourself to do anything you don't want to do. The three essential performance-enhancing plants for getting shit done. Performance-enhancing plants for getting shit done, Dan. How you are probably screwing up your, your most attractive traits to your partner. Why the ego is the biggest obstacle in the bedroom. And finally, how to defeat the biggest problem with falling asleep. Man, See, it, this is the kind of stuff you're going to learn. That, that's the hard-hitting questions that... Mankind has always wanted to know the answers to. Well, Aubrey Marcus has the answers, Dan. Own the Day is the name of the book. And again, pick that up at ownthedaybook.com. All right. It is hotline call time. Again, that number, we need calls, guys. Call, make fun of us, ask us questions, give us your takes, whatever you want to do. We don't care. As long as you bring it, we're going to read it on air. The number is 800-392-6344. Once again, that's 800-392-6344. We got three calls this week. Micah, let's just dive in the first one. Hey, backdoor cover. This is Jake from St. Louis. Uh, I don't know if you heard this week, but uh, Mark Sanchez got popped with PEDs, which uh, led me to a couple questions. One, why why is he taking PEDs? 
like in order to enhance performance, I guess like you got to perform first, like by definition. And the second question, like who decided to test him? That's like the most unlucky thing in the world for him. Like he thought he was in the clear. He's like, nobody's going to test me. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> That's just a great capstone to, I guess, his lack of career. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks, you say Mike Sanchez? Yeah. Huh. I miss this. I did too. Uh, look. Yeah, this broke last week. Look, I'm on record saying that if I'm a professional athlete and if I if I think the chances of me getting busted taking P- PEDs are low, I'm going to do it. I don't care what my, what my position is. If I can pr- increase, you know, my abilities or enhance my performance in any way, I'm going to take advantage of it because other guys are probably doing it. And yeah, maybe he doesn't have a starting J, but he's going to get some playing time. I don't know. Honestly, no. I'd love to have his career. There's nothing wrong with being a lifetime backup quarterback. And he's been to two AFC championship games as a starter. Who does he play for now? Uh, is he? He's unemployed. He's unemployed. Oh, he's unemployed. So, yeah, yeah. There's your answer. He wants, to get back in, he wants to get back in the game. So, he's unemployed. He gets popped. He's going to show up 15 pounds heavier, just juiced up. Does, like, the NFL just show up to his door? What happens? I mean, I've been on record. I, I'm, I'm down to take performance-enhancing drugs, like, even though I'm not an athlete. Right, right. So, uh, if you got the plug, hit me up in the DMs. Look, in the late 90s, if you, if you were a baseball player and you weren't taking steroids, you were just giving up, like, I mean, everyone else was. Yeah. So you needed, you needed to take steroids just to get on a level playing field. The greatest baseball player of all time eventually took steroids because he got jealous of the steroid guys. All the attention they were getting. Who are you getting. talking about? Barry Bonds. He started taking it early on. He started taking it after the McGuire-Sosa situation. Or maybe. Yeah, I think that's the timeline. Uh, Sanchez has played nine years in the NFL. He's Wait, how 31. did you say his name? Uh, Sanchez. Well, that's a, that's a proper pronunciation. He's right. Yeah, but, Sanchez. But when um, a white person says it, it's just... No, I just love when Mike does like his Spanish accent. Well, he actually... He was the number three quarterback for the Chicago Bears last year and has not played in a regular season game since 2016 with the Cowboys, actually. Wow. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he lost to the Eagles. Uh, week 17. It was a meaningless game for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, we got another call. What's up, gentlemen? This is Dan from Brooklyn. I just need your take on something. Am I a completely shitbag, trash human being if I solicit sex for tickets to a Celtics game? Because this fat chick is willing to buy me tickets. I just kind of have to put a little bit of work in. Let me know. Thanks. Bye. He gets tickets and sex. Um. Wow. Where do I come out on this one? <laughs> is he a scumbag? Is it is it technically prostitution if it's for tickets instead of money? Yeah, I think is that so. A gray area? I think it's just trading sex for yeah. money or goods and like any type of uh yeah, yeah. you situation. know what? Yeah, it kind of makes you a shitbag. <laughs> but then again, you get to go to the Celtics game. I don't know. You get to have know. sex, I Would, guess. It depends, man. Would you have sex with this girl normally under normal circumstances like if you met her at a bar? I believe he said she was fat. So maybe not. Maybe I think he, he implied that he won it, but honestly, I think he's just scared. What if he enjoys it? There's no going back. I like the idea of just some fat chick in Boston who's just hoarding tickets and trading them for sex. <laughs> it's just really funny to me. I don't know why. It's a totally inappropriate, but it's funny. I mean, this, <laughs> unless she has a hookup at work or something, and she's sitting on tickets. Yeah, she's just trading them for. It's like, for she tickets. gets. She like asks the boss, "Hey, can I get uh, the the tickets this week?" And uh, the boss like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm out of town. And, like, she's just like, I'm fucking <laughs> getting some sex for these. 
Yeah, it kind of makes you a shit bag. Well, but, I don't you know. know. I, I mean, maybe. It but, does. I mean, I used to have season tickets uh, when I lived in Dallas. And for the Mavis games, I root against them every game because I hate them and their owner. But I only had the tickets for sex myself. Like, I mean, it's a great date. Hey, you want to come to the game? Maybe we'll plow later. Yeah, but I that's, mean, it wasn't implied. But that's, that's a what date, though. This is just like an exchange of goods and services. I don't know. There's there's like older gentlemen that do this all the time with uh, some Instagram hotties that they'll just they'll sit courtside and it is different with the, the shoe on the other foot though. Depends on like how the transaction goes. Like if if there's like some actual, well, if he has zero interest in this girl, then it makes you shitty. I think. What if she's just down the bone? She doesn't want anything more. She's just like, I want some cock. No, if if she just pipe. has sex with her, hoping that she's going to give up the tickets, then that's different. But if she's like, I, I look, mean, I, these tickets are for. I sex. think it's implied that he's going to the game with her, and then there's going to be sex afterwards. Right. Oh. Which I think okay, it's okay. That's not as bad then. That's not as bad. As long as he's good company. I, I always picture him and his boy just like pounding beers, you know, <laughs> mezzanine, just <laughs> using, using this chick's tickets. But if, if she's going with him, then yeah, that's not as bad. Because it's kind of like a date. Yeah. I mean, it is a date. It is a date. Just be nice. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. One more. Hey, backdoor cover. This is Jake from St. Louis. Uh, I know it happened a couple times last week that uh, ESPN or SportsCenter tweeted out about uh, a couple pitchers having uh, no-hitters, and sure enough, it jinxed at least two of them. Uh, so my question, is there another like thing in sports or ritual in sports that can get jinxed that easily, or is there another more famous jinx? Let me know. Thanks, bye. Nothing comes to mind. Uh, probably Golf 59 watch. When a guy yeah. is going low on the front and back nine. Yeah. But um, baseball baseball is definitely the biggest one. The no-hitter, it, it's just – even – I don't know. I mean, for those who have played baseball, if, if your team has a no-hitter going, you're not even supposed to talk about it in the dugout or on the field. It's just kind of the thing. You just let it work itself out until there's, you know. It's one of the unspoken laws. Yeah, you, you don't talk about it. I don't know why. Just, look, look, jinxes aren't real, obviously. Yeah, baseball is stupid. Baseball has a lot Twitter, of stupid Whatever you say on Twitter rules. does not affect what happens a field on the field. That These guys aren't on Twitter. I mean, it, it's. Right. ESPN's job is they have an app. And when they send out a push notification, that gets you to tune in to the game that is probably on ESPN. So, like. Yeah, so they, when like Bartolo Colon's going eight deep with no with a hits. perfect game against the fucking <laughs> World Series champions, they've got to send a push notification. Right, they have no choice. Jinxes aren't real, people. We all know this. We like to, it's fun to talk about, but, but they aren't real. Baseball is definitely the most superstitious sport. Oh, there's far. no question about it. There are a Wouldn't million it be great if rules. Bartolo Colon was just like in between innings in, in the checking his app? Yeah, just just like checking his Instagram, like, and oh, then he no, gets the notification. He's it. like, whoa. I have a perfect game, and, yeah. and that was the first he had heard about it. It just got in his kitchen. Yeah, baseball's weird like that. There's even like a lot of times the pitcher will sit like on the opposite end of the dugout. Nobody talks to him. And, at yeah, all. You're, not, you're not. Yeah, you just don't talk to him. Like let him maintain his zen, his focus um, between innings. Or, you know when the, when your team is batting and all that. But Are, who's more unstable, like pitchers, like mentally, uh, or goalies? I'm trying to think of like like a good. I think it's pitchers. I would think like pitchers, pitchers and hitters more just like, a reactive position. Like pitchers and hitters, sharp. even on the same team, hate each other. Like they, they're like oil and water. They don't mix. Yeah. I think that's a little bit. I, I don't know. I've never been on a hockey team. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. And a pitcher can get, like their mechanics can go awry 
just because just mentally like a mental breakdown it, it's kind of like golf where one With day the yips. one day you're playing great and the next the very next day you get out there and you can't hit the you know you're, you're shanking the ball it's just mechanics can get like that a little bit with a, with a pitcher uh you just can't find the zone and it, it you can yeah mentally it's it's a tough position to play for sure what's your favorite uh unspoken rule of baseball my favorite one is uh probably has to do with throwing at a batter and the different reasons why you would do that. Let's say a guy pimps a home run in the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Cody Clemens pimp, pimps a grand slam in the bottom of the second, someone's getting ear holed, or they should anyway. Put one in his rib cage. Or if someone slides with their spikes up, that's another one. Um, yeah, just showing showing the other team up. I love stealing signs. That it's like totally okay unless you get caught, and then you're a total scumbag. I like. I love the. I think it was the Red Sox last year. The guy had like an iPhone or yeah, an iWatch. You can't bring technology. Into no, if, it. You, if like, you steal it without the assistance of electronics, then it's that's within. I think you know, it's even fucking tight if you're using electronics. That's within. The like rules that, that's of the game. awesome. That's tight. No. That, that you're going that far. Like one of one of the obvious ones to do is if if you're a runner and you're on second base, like you can see the the signs that the catcher's putting out for your pitcher for the for his pitcher. So there are ways to relay that to to the guy batting, so he knows what's coming. Um, that that happens starting it, you know. Yeah, and that's totally acceptable. Level. That's a great unwritten rule. Like yeah. you're allowed to do that. Like you're allowed to try and steal my shit. But then sometimes people get upset about, it, which is even better. I just, I also the other baseball thing is just like the bench clearing brawl when no one actually throws a punch. Like, do we really need the entire bullpen to run out when two guys hate each other? <laughs> yeah, it's like, funny if, if if you see so your guy, unnecessary. If you see your guy getting mixed up with another guy in the opposing team, you have to get off the bench. You have to run out. I mean, there, could you imagine if like just football bitch. benches just cleared out, fifty dudes no, just run no. out on the field? In hockey, it's two guys and that's it. And when they go to the to the ice, it's broken up. In and, baseball, it's it's twenty five on twenty five every then, time. In basketball, you're suspended if you take one step off the bench. And then yeah. in hockey, you just get five minutes in the box. It's crazy. It's great. Uh, but yeah, that's the show, guys. Uh, Give that hotline shelves. number one more time. We uh, want to hear sure. from you. The y'all. hotline is 800-392-6344. Again, 800-392-6344. Make sure to hit us up for next week's show. Uh, any shouts, guys? Shouts to Man Outfitters for giving everybody 20% off. That's huge. Hell yeah. Spring, Spring 20, 20 is your promo code, people. You've heard us talk about it for years. Now's your chance. Check it out. Today's the best day. There are never a better sale. I can't speak. There's You're never right. a better sale than the one you'll find today. Go check it out. Look, a lot a lot of sales will occur when like the the offering is out of season. Like, oh, let's let's clear out the fall stuff since now, you know, it's what's hot outside. But no, this is a spring sale for the spring. See what I'm saying, people? Go get, get your it. stuff right now. Shout out to my Golden Knights. Doing the damn thing. They are doing it. Uh, make sure to subscribe uh, on iTunes, rate us five stars, and write a review. Let's get this uh, show popping. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Backdoor Cover, and I believe on Instagram, Backdoor Cover Podcast. I think. Uh, Shouts yeah. to Bill and Cabo. How Shouts fun, to buddy. Bill, man. Keep your uh, little cabeza, as Dan thinks we were your talking. Your big cabeza and your little cabeza. Yeah. All right. yeah. And yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Love you. Bye.